Mal, 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 mal. American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Part. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Part. My American. Artificial intelligence. Mondrogan. Part. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. What is up, Greg? What's up, Dave? It's been a. What's up, fans? Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Pardon My American. Yep. We, uh, it's been a lazy, lazy day for me, and from what you say, for you as well. Yeah, we're two lazy bros. Just couch, a, couch potatoes. Uh, had a Halloween party last night with our friends, our annual Halloween party. It was a success. Yep. Uh, we enjoyed it, but at the same time, I am very tired. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think the biggest takeaway that I had from last night is that Epstein didn't kill himself. Epstein didn't kill himself. And, uh, you know, that's that's been the biggest thing that's been kind of, like, trending this mm-hmm. whole uh, week, right? Everybody's making memes. I'm seeing, like, yeah. candy corn memes. Yep. Where it's, like, it describing, like, oh, this top part is made out of this. The middle part's made out of, you know, a white, creamy latex. No, I don't know what the yeah. fuck. But then at the bottom, it's like, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, it's trending, and uh, it's trending uh, from from what they're saying. It's actually trending with the younger generation who may not even completely understand the ramifications of Epstein's death. You know what I mean? It's just it's one of those things that's just kind of going on its own now. And yeah, everybody's kind of doing it, which is well. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that it's happening because um, the Epstein thing, you got to keep it in the news. Yeah, I was to. I was really afraid that it was going away. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it has to it has to remain in the news. Well, yeah, and the meme thing is fucking brilliant, yeah, dude. And um, I mean, it just came out that who was it? The the Doctor Bader guy, right? Or Doctor Baden, Michael Baden? Yeah, I was gonna say Bader. Bader. Uh, Doctor Bader. Mm. Yeah, just... oh, it smells like a cheeseburger to me. Oh god. But uh, Judge yep. Janine mm-hmm. had this guy on his show or on her show. Yeah, and um. He was basically, if like we're looking at a diagram right now, and uh, he, they're describing that the the bunk bed was five feet six inches, and uh, the root or the rope that they found, like the with the noose, was like more than three feet. So when you have this dude on his knees, Epstein, yep, that rope is super loose because he doesn't have that much, you know, yeah, swag, I guess, in the rope, and. Uh, they were saying that the amount of force that was on his neck, yeah, he couldn't have done from that angle at yeah. that height. It was just impossible. And he said, like, he's been doing this for fifty years. Yeah, he's, he's never, never seen, seen anything seen like that. Yeah, I he, I remember him saying that. It, it, it was more evident that somebody was putting their weight on his neck. That was what he said. Yeah, and I, mean, I think it was something like with his body size that there there was like when you when you got it hanging, there was like a hundred and. I don't remember what he said. Roughly, it was like 140 pounds of pressure that would have been on his neck if he tried hanging mm-hmm, himself. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the bones that had broken in his neck, well, yeah, because he was, it was more like evident that there was you know more like a 200 pounds of pressure put on his neck. You well, know, because he was talking about his body weight, yeah, from the neck yeah. down, yep. and that is what would be the you know the vector force, right? Yeah, that is putting the bruising on the neck. Yeah, and to crack those bones. You can't do it in that distance, man. Yeah. Like, it's not fucking possible. That I mean, 
Well, I mean, it's I don't so want to say that it's not possible, but it's very I unlikely. I know I, I, I'm I, saying it's not possible. Okay, I'm just using trying to be proper. I'm saying there's always yeah. possible. It's always possible, you know. But from what this man is saying, in 50 it, years he's never seen this, and he's he's actually looked at like what was it, something like 1,200 bodies. He's done major investigations with. Oh, dude, plenty of really really famous cases. This is not some fly by night corner. So look at this. Only two out of 239 hanging deaths resulted in a broken hyoid bone. That's less than 1%. Yeah. Only two out of 239. Yeah. So, yeah, it is possible. But, but I mean, you know. If you're Epstein and then you have less than 1%. Well, you had both security guards fall asleep. That's less I mean, than 1%. I've never heard of both police. cameras break. That's less than yeah, 1%. Yeah, you don't have fucking cameras. So, basically, Come on. They, they broke the odds in every aspect of this. They did. That's what they're saying. They, you know. Every aspect of his death was the rarest occasion that could possibly happen, which is bullshit. It's right? bullshit, dude. If it was one thing, maybe, but four, yeah, no. yep, <laughs> nope. So anyway, I think that having that meme go around is it is important. The news is not talking about it as much as they should. Exactly. So this is forcing that we are the news now. We are, the news. we are the news. Uh, we are people are forcing this topic, and it's it's an important thing because I have a feeling. Whether it's now or six months from now or a year, yeah, that once this, once all this stuff is coming out with who's guilty of what and who's mm-hmm. doing what, this might be one of those things that you're going to see some evidence somewhere about so and so set this up. Well, possibly. So can I bring this back to Q Anon? Yeah. So he had a um, a post not too long ago yeah. that said memes are important because. There was some talk about the AI algorithms that yeah. all of these social websites use. They can't read memes. So if there is some sort of, you know, special phrase like Epstein didn't kill himself, yep. they wouldn't be able to track that out of there. Um, so I think using those are important to keep these movements alive, right? For sure. Because when the mainstream news is definitely not going to keep talking about Epstein, yeah. dude. Um, yeah, so... Q is back. Kind of. Kind of. They don't know they don't know if it's him yet, but there's been a couple drops. And uh Mm, yeah. So it is pronounced eight coon. And I know I'm I'm super uncomfortable saying that, but hey, I this is what what it is. This is what it is. Eight coon. That's a name of something. This is not a racial thing. Exactly. So it's eight coon. Like that's it. That is what it is. It's a Japanese word. I don't know exactly what it means. Yeah, uh, Chan is also a Japanese word. I can't remember the definitions of both, but they do have a relevant meaning to all this. I mean, uh, we. It's not that important to look it up, but it's eight kun. Yeah, it's called eight kun. And so, um, there was someone who pronounced himself or announced himself as Q, Mm -hmm. and was like doing some test codes. Yeah, and I guess it was like exactly verbatim of what he did on 8chan yeah and um, i saw that's what i saw and honestly like who knows yeah maybe someone looked up that past post and was like oh this is what he did i know everybody's expecting q to be back oh Mm -hmm. let's fucking go in there bro so who knows and but the thing is is he he had a post that said something about like big red rising or something or uh oh that's me. Sorry. It was it was about like a submarine phrase. It was like a nautical term. Yeah, and it basically meant uh, coming back after being down below for so long. So it's like re rising. You know, like the yeah. the phoenix rises from the dead. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and he, <laughs> there's another thing too, is that he called that he would be gone for 93 days. And if you add up the, the amount of time that he's been off, mm-hmm. it's been 93 days on the dot. That's crazy. It's fucking nuts, dude. And I don't know what to think about that. I don't know if that's like looking too much into it. Uh, that's the thing with Q is like, you know, there comes a point where it's like, is, are you looking too much into it or, or is it more that that's what it is? You know, because when you watch people talking about, um, QAnon and, and especially ones that really follow everything, there's a couple that we follow on our page. Yeah. Um, when you, you can look into that too much. Everything For is sure. a sign. And then yeah. you're like, well, wait a second. Yep. That might not be what you think it is. We'll look at the whole November 3rd thing. Like yeah, Seattle. That didn't happen today. The Seattle like terror event or false flag. And and I want to be happen. I want to be fair and say that like when we talk about this stuff or we we posted this on Instagram. I think you did actually, but that was a legit thing, man. Yeah. It was a legit thing. And and uh at the end of the day, isn't it better to be prepared? It is. I mean, wouldn't yep. you rather like be able to look over your shoulder and know like, okay, you know, there's some talk about this, but you know, I, I just think like it's better to be aware that something might happen than to not talk about it at all. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, and but what's, what's that guy's name is with AG bar. What I can't think of his name off the top of my head. The one that's investigating John Durham Durham. Yeah. So there's a lot of talk with Q and John Durham. Have you heard of this at all? I did hear something about it. So, the, I don't know so exactly. sessions actually is the one that, uh, promoted Durham into this, apparently not AG bar. Okay. And Q's drops started happening the day after Durham was hired. Hired. Uh, yeah, I did hear about and that. And I'm not saying it's Durham. I'm just saying it's kind of weird. It's a little weird. This is a guy who's been in, been in the th- game for a long time. He's got a lot of information. He works in the government. A lot like, of intel access. Mm-hmm. Is Durham Q? I don't know. I don't know. He's like Zorro riding in the night. Yeah. Because that's the thing is you could take all his letters and his name and add them up and minus them and oh look at equal seven. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? That's the part that I, I don't I don't get the too ma- much. The math part. Yeah, it's like um what was the um oh Joe M. There's the 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 post yeah. of Joe M. Joe M. And people are like that this is Q because he posted recently that he's gonna shut down his account and this he- was right before Q came back on oh. Coon. Yeah. And people are like Akun. And he and uh everybody's like Man, is Joe M okay? Like we haven't heard anything. Is this guy all right? Which I don't know why people are that concerned, but but somebody posted like Joe M is Q. If you take Joe and add them all up minus M, which is whatever <laughs> equals seventeen, it's yeah, Q. You can do that with everything, and that's what I yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly the, that's what the I hate problem. About it. So my my thing is is like as much as I like Q, and as much as I love what you know, there's been a lot of great revelations that came out of Q. We all seen that. Yeah. At the same time, we all we can't allow ourselves to be so into it and maybe I'm just dumb. That might be the case. Maybe I just don't know enough about it. And and these people that do, I look at it like, man, it's really cool, but I I don't really necessarily see the, uh, the tie together is all the time. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of stuff about Q that, um, hasn't really come to fruition as well. Sure. I mean, cause the disinformation is legit because we're not the only ones following Q. I think, the deep state follows Q. I think For sure. Everybody follows Q. So but you have to understand too that Q is a human. Yeah. Okay. It's not some computer generated thing. Q is a human. Yep. And he's saying information, whoever it is, is saying information that they're hearing and, and they're going to make mistakes just like everybody else. 
True. So even if they're even if they're so involved with the government and the Q, whoever Q is, say they're the deepest in there and they know everything. Well, just because they know everything doesn't mean that everything's going to be right. Yeah, that's fair to say. Yep, I agree, dude. So, anyways, um, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. I I, I heard they were having some issues with the eight coon. So I I think that sorry, I'm opening my drink here. I think it's going to be confirmed. Yeah. Then uh, today is November third. Everybody, we're yeah. recording uh, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I think uh, QAnon will come back on November 5th. Okay. Because that has some significant ties with um, V for Vendetta mm-hmm. and Anonymous. Yep. And whatever the hell the guy's name is in Anonymous. Don't Something. Even, yeah, I don't even want to Guy Fox. Okay. And he's like, remember, remember, the 5th of November. Yeah. Well, I smell my mustache. I did hear that there's going to be some like a cucumber. possible um, drops tomorrow. Uh-oh. With some um, indictments, so I'm curious if that's actually going to happen. Dude, somebody, somebody posted that I'm there's so sick of fucking hearing about well, that. I, shit. I gotta say it though. Somebody posted that there's I think 29 indictments that are going to be released. It's supposed to happen last Friday. Yeah. Okay. I well, don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know either. The whole thing's weird. You know, I just I want it to happen. I we all see the guilt, right? We see the guilt. Did I? We can. We can. How come we can sit here and talk over and over, and everybody else on Instagram is talking over and over? We all see what so and so did, and what Peter Strzok did, and what you know, yeah, uh, whoever it is. Yep, it's pretty goddamn clear to me. Yet we're tussling over an impeachment that is not clear to me at all. But yeah. we're not going to talk about Peter Strzok, who clearly did shit that he shouldn't have done, or we're not going to talk about yeah. Podesto, or we're not going to talk about Epstein, like. I mean, I'm just saying, why the fuck is this taking so long? Exactly. It's like... Unless it's such a big fucking case that we aren't even understanding that it's way bigger than we think, and they have to do the pieces in order and in the right way, that could be I think very that, possible. that is it, dude. I think you just hit the nail on the head. Probably. Because... Uh, I don't want to say I'm right, but I think I'm right on this. I, well, feel, dude, I feel like there's a way... I think there's a lot of pieces in this. Dude, there's and a, they can't take down one because there's an order that it has to go, and there's yeah. also... I guarantee there's people flipping right now. Talking. Well, yeah. Um, so Dan Bongino, dude, he breaks this down. Um, I mean, and he knows where it's confusing. He's like, yeah, he's, he's like asked his producer, Joe, which I'm not a big fan of his producer, Joe. Yeah, I don't. All, I, I, uh, to be fair, I don't watch him enough. I mean, all know. Joe does is go like, huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh? Mm, yeah. Like yeah. one yeah. syllabic response. But yeah. he uh, he's like, Joe. Is this confusing? Okay, let me break this down. And he'll, he'll just go piece by piece by piece. And he does a really good job of pointing out the parts that are, are confusing and breaking those down and making sure that his audience can actually understand it. And there's a shitload of fucking pieces to this puzzle, dude. I, it's yeah. not simple. And no. there's a lot of people that are involved in this, and a lot of people are going to be going down. And it, it is. I know, but you got to admit, though, what what we're what we're both saying, it is frustrating. It's very frustrating. It is super fucking but frustrating. We have to understand that. Like, think of think of a, a case even as simple as um, O.J. Simpson or any any criminal case. Yeah. Like sometimes these cases can take a year, and this is for one person's. But you got incident. Th- you got to look at it like this: is that we've never seen anything like this before in United no. States history. And this is coming from the government. Yes. So the CIA and the FBI working together to disband and yeah. disbar a duly elected president. Yeah. That's never happened. Well, 
I can't say never. It probably has, but we never knew about We've it. We've never seen it with this much with, with this much technology, with yeah. this much surveillance. With yeah. you know what I mean. We well, have th- this many moving pieces ultimately. So we found out. We think we know who the whistleblower is. By the way, yeah, yeah, Eric. Carmella, Carmella, Carmelli. I want to say Caramello because I fucking love yeah, that Caramello. I haven't had those for a long Caramello. time. Caramello. Oh, yeah. we'll call him Caramello. <laughs> um, the that. point is, is yeah, he, and he, uh, as many of you may know, he worked for Biden. He worked for Obama. He voted for Hillary Clinton. Yep. He was a DNC donor. He did a lot of stuff in Ukraine as well. He and did a lot of Ukraine. Funny the how thing, that works. The right? thing is, though, is that Dan Bongino and all these like news out let's are talking about Dan Bongino right now. And they're like, yeah. Oh, he's put this together because yeah. he's, he's called this out, I think in his book or something. Mm-hmm. But he said that, the um, there was a text between struck and Lisa page calling out Charlie. Mm. And they're like, Oh yeah. Like, should we do this with this person or should we get Charlie involved? Just cause it's, you know, less, yeah. they don't know really who Charlie is. And down at the bottom, it, there's a little like uh, annotation that says, at this point, we don't know who Charlie is. And so for like the last month or so, he's been kind of putting this thing. He's like, who's Charlie, everybody? Yeah. Who is Charlie? Because Charlie, according to this, is a CIA operative mm. working in the White House spying on the president. Armello. And so he's, he's saying, <laughs> yeah. char, char. And he's like pointing out the char, char. Is he saying Eric Charamelli or Charamello? Charamella. It's something. Uh, We're going to pronounce it wrong. He basically said that there's, at that time, there's a lot of Eric's that they were talking about. There's like Eric, um, who's the guy who's like, when they, when, you know, when they're down, you're going to kick them. Whoever that guy is. Eric, that guy. Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, there's basically, they called him Charlie to decipher him from all the other Eric's that they talked to. No, I hear you. So it's very interesting. Yeah. And I mean, now the whistleblower is not going to testify. Uh, Adam Schiff's coming out saying, we don't need the test. We don't need yeah. the whistleblower. We have the transcript. Yeah. And it's like, it's, okay. It's, it's, it's very, uh, it's not done to par. It's not done to, it's not kosher at all. Well, if it comes out yeah. that this guy is actually the whistleblower mm-hmm. and this guy is actually Charlie, that is a humongous crime. It is a humongous crime. It's humongous, dude. It's illegal to have any spy, mm-hmm. but you have a CIA working for the FBI, mm-hmm. and you have those kind of spy. I, it's, 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 it's dirty, dude. It's real dirty. It's really dirty. And, and I don't like that. Uh, yeah. I don't like that. Tim Poole talked about this on a, on a recent Tim Cast. I always reference him, but he, God damn it, he's on point, man. I'm telling you, this guy is just yeah. No, I've been fucking, I've been watching all his videos. He's good. um he talks about it. He's like, listen, and you know, do I need to remind you that 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 Tim Pool is a moderate left? Okay, he's not some hard nosed conservative who's trying to side with Trump. He doesn't even like Trump that much. But he's like, guys, I mean, I don't know how this you don't see this as just a straight up like coup coup. <laughs> He didn't use that word, but he said it's a bunch of shit. Yeah. All the, like, if this is the guy who is the whistleblower, it's this whole thing is just blown out of the water now. It's it's a bunch of shit. Well, yeah, we have the transcript. Yeah, the, the, it's a setup. And and the setup of it is, in his take, is that they can't beat Trump. They know they can't beat Trump. The only way to beat Trump is yeah. to get so many people to hate him that it brings in people to vote. That's all they got left. Exactly. They have to make yeah. him the most hated man in America. Yeah, it's, 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 and even that's going to be a push to get everybody to come out just to vote him out. 
Because the, who are you gonna who are you gonna who, who do you want to elect other than him? Biden? Oh, Biden dude. who talks to screens? He's in the lead. He's in the lead, baby, by dude, 12 points. Please keep he it could, going. Because he when he's going to be on the debate stage with 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 freaking Trump, <laughs> he's going to be facing the other wall talking <laughs> about how he's in like freaking England. I, I he's he's so damn out of his mind. Yeah, I'm he, not even kidding. I'm I'm not being rude. I'm really not trying to be rude. He probably has dementia. He has to. He's going to like hug like a big fake teddy bear did you, and did, kiss it. You like watched a, the video, right? You're a good kid. He's in Iowa <laughs> the other day. Yes. And he's like talking about bridges. And he's like, I was in, I, or he was in Iowa, but he's yeah. like, I was in Ohio, bridges. I mean, I, I mean, I would, or he was saying this is Ohio. Yeah. He's like, but I mean, I was in Ohio. Dude, you sound just like Biden. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. That's, I'm, I'm actually trying to do that. That's good. No, um, he had no idea where he was at. Yeah. And then it could have been the same event, probably not, but he had, he was literally facing the, cr- like yeah. his back to the crowd. This is so funny. You guys, there's out a there, big screen. Please go look this video Yes, up. you have to. There's a big screen that's look, like playing shit on it, look, I believe. Look up Biden's talks to a big yeah. screen. And he turns he's his back having to the a conversation wholly with the screen. Yeah. And there's a crowd of people there. It's not a big, big crowd, but it's a crowd. And they sh- keep showing pictures, like video of the crowd. And they're all like, yeah. yeah they're the ca- looking around like, what is he doing right the now? The camera had to pan away because they were too ashamed. Dude, it, it listen, um, I hope it's Biden. I really do. Um, but the, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is who, if you hate Trump, who are you going to vote for? Because the problem that I see ultimately at the end of the day is this. The Democratic Party is split. And I don't want to get too much in this, but the Democratic Party split all over the place, right? You got some who love Elizabeth Warren. Some who love the Obama era Me. Biden. No. Yeah. Then you got the hard lefts who are really only going to support like, uh, what's the Nguyen or... Uh, Andy No. Andy No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Whoever the, you know... Uh, Universal yes. income. Chang Chan. God damn it. Dude. David Chang or no, no. Andrew Yang. Andrew God Yang. I don't know. Fuck. See, that's how little I know about him. I know. But you got Andrew Yang. You got Tulsi Gabbard. Mm-hmm. All those people have their own base that they refuse to vote for Elizabeth Warren. They were going to refuse to vote. Then you got Bernie Sanders, who his supporters refused to vote for Elizabeth Warren. Yep. It's so fractured. It's so fractured. It is. And you really think that there's going to be one single candidate that's going to rile the entire Democratic Party together? No. No. And what do you think this impeachment is doing to the Republican Party? Strengthening it. Yeah. Bringing it together. Look at the fucking yeah. vote that just occurred. And that is not to hold the impeachment. That That mm-hmm. is to yeah. set the impeachment rules. Yeah. Yeah. By the House. I'm. Yeah. Which, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see. Um, I don't see a Democratic movement that's going to beat. Donald Trump. That's bottom line for me. I don't see it. I don't think anybody does, or anybody yeah. does. And it, did you and just it, rap? Uh, I think you rapped. I don't think. That was actually a uh, an altered version of Hans's Mbop. Mm, cool. It was a uh, off the you know off mm. the cuff. That's good. But uh, damn, dude, I think that this impeachment shit is all a scam. It's all a big show. Yeah, just like you're saying. Yep. I think it's going to crumble. It's a last ditch effort. That's ultimately what it is. But this whistleblower, mm-hmm. the reason why they don't want him to come out or they don't want him to actually reveal who he is yep. is because then they will start showing the world who he is. Yep. And once they start doing that, mm-hmm. guess who's going to get in trouble? Yep. I agree 100%. Hunter and Biden. Yep. Isn't Hunter, it Hunter amazing? And his daddy. Isn't it amazing that like when you have people making memes 
offensive memes. You remember the meme with uh, Donald Trump where he, um, his head was imposed on a thing and CNN's, you know, they had the CNN logo as a head and he's killing oh, the guy. Yes. And yeah. The person that made that for, you know, the news or people in general were able to find this guy who worked in a warehouse or something. Yes. Yeah. No problem. Is it not funny to you that this whistleblower, they, they never leaked. Nobody ever leaked who it was. Yeah, so much protection around this It was this very guy. protected. Well, look and, at, and even just another example that was fucking ridiculous, dude, mm-hmm. was the Pelosi video where they sped it, or they slowed it down, yeah. and it made her sound drunk, yeah. which, I mean, you don't really need to do she that. She looks like a wino. She, I mean, she loves that. wine. Yeah, Dude, she loves that adrenochrome, too. She Probably. She fucking soaks that shit up. Dude, did you see, man, <laughs> sorry, this is off topic a tad, but did yeah. you see the video? Where she was like walking, there's a guy filming, and um, the guy's like Nancy, Nancy. Did you oh, see this yes. video? And she's and he's like and she's like yes. And room. she like jail walks room. and he's like, "You're going to prison soon." Yeah, creepy dude. It's gonna end soon for you. And she's like, <laughs> and just walks away. I I mean, dude, I would have called that guy a creep right up to his face and be like, "You're a fucking creep. Get out of my face, weirdo." What's the Maxine Waters? Is that her name? Uh, that's one of the Democrats. That's uh, the the black gal who was saying like impeach forty five. Impeach forty five. Oh yeah. If you see them, harass them and tell them they're not welcome in. Yeah, they're not welcome. She just came out and said that she can no longer go anywhere without security. Oh, I wonder and why. How how sad it is because she's like I'm not safe anywhere I go. Well, damn. Maybe yep. you shouldn't have told people to do that to Trump. See, that's the thing with these guys. They want to dish it all day on, on Republicans or Trump or Ted Cruz or whoever it may be. Yep. But as soon as the tides are turning and people are going like, whoa, you are corrupt as fuck. Let's harass the shit. I mean, we just saw Zucker was on a uh, CNN's president. Yeah. He was going up an escalator and there's a guy like got on the escalator with him and it was crowded as shit. He's like, oh, you want to talk about your allegations of sexual harassment, Zucker? And he's like... <laughs> He was literally so close. The guy in front of him, Zucker was so close to this guy's armpit. It was like, oh my God. And he's like, how close are you going to get this armpit, man? Like, Jesus. He's like, you you don't have anything to say, Zucker? And he's like, just wouldn't say a word. Is he wearing speed stick, sir? Yes. Can you you take a whiff? Yes. It's Old Spice. Old Spice. Old Spice. Okay. But the point of it is, is. Stay fresh. We, as an American people, are starting to see, I think, the true colors. Who's the real enemy? Yeah. And when the they're, when they, yes, and when they get harassed and when people are starting to question them repeatedly, they don't fucking like it. Well, dude, yeah. And that's another thing that Tim Pool was talking about too is look at all of this. You have CNN, yeah. you have Vice News, you have Huffington Post is for sale. CNN is firing a bunch of people. Yep. All of these left wing news associations, news publications, yep. they're firing and they're closing, they're tanking. They're Maybe. tanking because yep. this whole Trump thing, no one wants to fucking hear it, dude. Yeah, they're it done with it. It used to be a big deal, right? Yeah. When when Russia was there, it was a big yeah. deal. That is a fraud. Yeah. People know that. Yeah. It was exposed as a fraud. It's a fucking lie. And now everybody is seeing what's going on, right? Yeah. They're, they're seeing that this, oh, you can't even give him credit for killing the fucking al-Baghdadi? Yeah. You got to just... Yeah, there's there's people on the left saying that. Say like that, you can't give him one good day. Yeah. You can't give Trump one. So that's yeah, the thing, man. Yeah. I don't care if you don't like him. Listen, I didn't like Obama that much either. But when when Obama did certain things that were good, like it would be an asshole move to not be like, "Yeah, hey, that's a good thing." I mean, yeah. 
Trump just passed like an Autism Cares Act just the other day. Mm. Okay. It was, it was some, I, I can't remember the exact amount, but it was more money, like government money to help autism, like to fund research and to fund things, you know, that's a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing. I, you know, you can say what you want about it, but it's a good thing. Like there's kids that are autistic and we should have more funding, try to figure out what's going on with this. Yeah. I didn't hear anybody talking about it. You know, I didn't hear anybody talking about it. It's because it goes against big pharma, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Goes but I'm against just saying those vaccines. Where are all the parents, the the anti-Trumping parents even, who have autistic kids? You know there are some of them that have autistic children. Yeah, no shit. Like, yeah. Nobody can go like, yeah, fuck this guy, but hey, I'm really happy he did this. Like, well, you can't even just say like, yeah, this dude, is a good thing for my kid. Well, that's the thing is like Trump's come out and said like, I could... I could find the cure for AIDS and these people would fucking it's 100% hate me. true, man. You it's know what 100% I mean? true. So I just hate, I listen, we're at a stage now where I just hate seeing constant ragging on the president yeah. for, for no, for nothing, dude, for well, nothing. I think everybody is there with you. Yeah. And I, I think that's why all of these left wing news associations are tanking. Yeah. Like we said. Yep. I no, I agree. I a hundred percent agree. And it, and it, I want to, um, well, I could keep going on with this for a long time, but, I want to bring up something quickly. We mm. have a couple topics. We yes. talked before. We, we have a couple things we want to get through here. Yep. But uh, I just want to bring up the thing with Michelle Obama today. All right. Well, I don't know that it was today. It wasn't today. But she, uh, I'm going to pull it up here. On, well, actually, do you have it up there? I, I do. Okay. I just want to make a quick comment about it. Um, so they have the uh, Obama Foundation Summit. I don't know what day it was. And she was speaking. Michelle Obama was. Mm-hmm. And it's just, a, I'm, you know, we don't need to talk about the entire thing. It's not worth it. But she brings up a topic where she's talking about. Um, Is that Michelle Obama crying in the background? Something like that. I hear her. Oh, my oh God. There's, There's two <laughs> Michelles. Or is that Michael? What's her kids' names? Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. They're not her kids, though, right? No, <laughs> they're not. So she she calls out white flight. Yes. That's what Michelle Obama calls out. It's white flight. And supposedly this is in Chicago, but she was to run it down quickly. She said, white people ran away from us and they're still running from us. And what she's in, what she's talking about specifically is, well, that's not right, David. Yeah. What she's talking about specifically is, is these neighborhoods that like white people are moving out of these neighborhoods Mm -hmm. and they're leaving it to where it's pretty much pro- predominantly a black, you know, neighborhood. Yeah, it says Asian, Hispanic, black, yeah. Yeah. But what the point is, she thinks that white people yep. are just leaving these communities and devastating the black community because now they have nothing. Okay? So the what what is what I don't agree with her is is people Yeah. <laughs> Is it not weird that when when black people, if they're in uh, certain suburbs or not even suburbs, like inner city, right? If they do better in life, if they get their shit together, okay? Yeah, like Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, do you think they're going to stay? Like, it's a ghetto. Let's just say this. I see. You you know what I'm saying. I get you. It's a ghetto, okay? Like, of course white people are going to want to move out. Yeah. And, of course, black people, if they get enough money, will also move out. Yep. It's not just white. Everybody well, wants to leave it. Well, and I mean, look at uh, the the price of your property. Mm-hmm. If you have, 
shittier homes now. Yeah. I mean, look at your neighborhood, dude. Yeah. Like if you have like a house that's a piece of shit, yep. it's going to drive down the cost of your house yep. because it's right next to your house. Yep. And people look at that and go, ooh, yeah, I don't want to live in this neighborhood. Exactly. And if you have that on a widespread fucking panic mode yeah. and it's happening yeah, yeah, at yeah. every house on every block. And let's be real. Yeah, she's specifically talking about Chicago, I believe, but I mean, deaths, murders, yeah, break-ins. I mean, it's not safe. It's not as safe as other neighborhoods. Debt. Why does she move to the uh, Martha's Vineyard? Why does Obama not live on uh, 23rd in Chicago? You know, whatever. I'm making up an, a street address. My point is, is like, that's not a white thing. That's not a fucking white issue. Like, no. And, and here's the other thing. I can't remember his name, but he made a good point um, on YouTube. He was like, so, so the whites leave. Okay. Now the blacks run it and it's all falling apart. Yeah. This is a black man saying this, by the way. This is, I'm not sure, this isn't a racist thing. But he's like, so now it's a black community and it's falling to shit. Okay. Well, what does that tell you? Yeah. You know, that they can't run their own neighborhood, maybe. Maybe that the culture in that particular neighborhood is not sufficient to have a safe, uh, expensive, nice, beautiful neighborhood. Yep. It's nothing to do with race, man. There are plenty of black neighborhoods and black communities that Dude. are beautiful. <clears throat> yeah. But when you got a ghetto culture, and this is no slam on anything, but when you have a ghetto culture, this rap culture, inner city culture of, you know, hating the cops, wanting to have your pants around your ass, selling drugs, saying the N word constantly, whatever it is, like that's not inducive to having a nice living area that other people feel welcome in. Yeah. And well, it would be and, no different. Do you think black people are moving in hordes to Kentucky in the backwoods of Kentucky with the fucking hillbillies that are like, man, fuck these black people. Like, no, they don't <laughs> want to move there either. Yeah. My point is, is like as a race, whatever race you are, you don't want to move into a neighborhood where you don't feel welcome, where yeah. you don't feel safe. Right. Like me moving to inner city Chicago would be a bad decision move on me. Right. Why would I want to go invest money there? Why would I want to go do anything there? Like, I wouldn't. I, I want to stay the fuck away from that. So, yes, people are leaving. Yeah. Michelle, you left, Michelle, right? I don't see you dumping money into Chicago. Yeah, so what they try to do is is turn a socioeconomical issue into a race-baiting issue, and they try to pander to people and say that, look at what the white people are doing, right? Yeah. It turns in, unfortunately, it turns into a... White versus everybody. Yeah. And it's fucking sick and it's disturbing, dude. Mm -hmm. it, and it's what they do it to Democratic voters. And that's why, I mean, you know, I think black people and I, I don't know if Asians are, but I know Hispanic voters, they tend to be more Democratic leaning because mm -hmm. of they, they fall into these a bait. I mean, this is like a fucking pander bait. Yeah. And Look what it has gotten them. I mean, look at Chicago. Look yeah. at Detroit. Look at California. That whole fucking state is a burning, mess. Burning to the ground, man, right now. Dude, the power is out. Yeah. I mean, you're having fires. The power is out. People can't get food. Yeah. You have, you're having people that are dying because they're taking off their, their medical devices. Yeah. And, I mean, that. That's, and you don't see them doing anything. That's a, the that's a sickening part. It's real like, it's really, well, 
I don't know. I'm just saying you see like Newsom, you, you see him talking about it, but nothing's happening. Like you said, nothing's changing. That's the point. And what changed with Obama? Nothing. And what changed? I mean, because Chicago has been run by, I think, a Democratic mayor yeah. for a long time, dude. Five decades plus. And probably. it's a dump. It's a dump. Baltimore, fucking dump. Yeah. And you have Trump coming out in yeah. 2016 saying, what the hell do you have to lose? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, are you that blind? Or, I mean, are, are you comfortable in your own garbage and all this, like the poverty? Yeah. I don't really like, I, I, I don't want to say I that. Know. I don't want to say that all Democrats choose dem- to be Democrat for the wrong reasons. I'm, I'm sure some are Democrat because they truly are Democrats, right? But like the, the average person that you're talking about, like when you're talking about inner cities, like you said, what has it gotten yet? I mean, when your streets are covered in trash, have rats, literally rats, uh, you got homeless, you got drug problems, you got uh, children dying at a young age, you got single parents, you got terrible houses, you got zombie houses you everywhere. Children having children at young ages. Children having children. No yeah. father figures. None of this crap. And 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 the the and murder. I mean, yeah. that's the other thing. Murder. Murder. If drugs. you take Chicago out of the murder the murder situation, like the numbers. Yeah. If you just take Chicago out alone. We have some of the lowest murder rates. I mean, it's oh, ridiculous. No. Damn, dude. And what I'm saying is, is it like, probably is true though. I mean, it, I it is true. Done yeah, the math, it, it's I don't know the numbers, but basically, if you take away the democratic quote unquote big cities, which I, I get the point that big cities have more people, yeah. So there are going to be more murders. The gun problems and the murder problems are not happening as much in the smaller communities or smaller cities. Even Portland. Portland is not that big of a murder place, and it's a pretty good sized city. Even Seattle. Seattle's better than Chicago. Seattle's better than Baltimore. Yeah. It's a democratic ran place. But yeah, it has their own problems. Though. They got different problems. Homeless. But my point is, is they, they have a lot of talk. And Trump came out with a tweet the other day where he was talking about he was going to take away the funding for the fires in, in California. Mm-mm. People were kind of losing their mind. But his point was, yeah, you know, he's talking about Newsom. He's like, you have no problem coming to me time after time after time asking for money, 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 money. I need money for fires. I need money for fires. I need money for homeless. I need. And he's like, but you're not doing shit. Yeah. To fix the problem. And you expect me year after year to give you more money and more money that goes where exactly? Yeah. They get tons of money from the government. Where does it go? You know, and it's no bash. He said it. He's like, this is nothing to do with the firefighters who are doing a great job and risking their lives trying to get this shit. But this is why does California of all states now granted it's it's a warm place, but you don't see it in, in Arizona. Well, you I, don't see it in uh, Las Vegas or in uh, Nevada. You don't see it in New Mexico. <laughs> Those are hot places. They're Dude. very dry places. Someone sent, uh, quite frankly, a map of the equator, like mm-hmm. a worldwide map. Yep. And you're looking at equidistant places from the equator yep. that are the same kind of temperature as California. Mm-hmm. None of them have these fucking fires. Yeah. All of them have these same arid, foresty areas. Yeah. Same temperatures, same conditions. No fucking fires. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that it there seems to be a lot more at least coverage of the California fires nowadays. Oh yeah. I mean, I know that they're they they've always had fires. It's mm-hmm. California, it happens, right? But it seems to be one massive fucking fire every year. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look at the timeline and you look at when Trump 
declare, you know, when California declared itself as like a sanctuary state. Yeah. And so Trump said that he would remove the federal funding mm-hmm. for any sanctuary state. They need to create a reason to get more money. Yep. From the government. That's a good point. So why not start a couple fires? That's a good point. I mean, that's just my fucking conspiracy mind. And it also seems to happen that the fires run along the speed rail that they want to build. That's odd. Oh, yeah. Um, that actually they got like, what, $14 billion yeah. for it. Where, where's that money? It Well, the project shut down. Yeah. You didn't hear about that? Yeah, no, I heard it. I'm just saying, where's the money at, though? Where's the $14 billion that you got for it? Well, it went into... Uh, into what? The um, couple um, of uh, structures that they built for it? The point is, is listen, I will, I will agree that California is a very densely populated place. I will agree that it's dry and it's and there's heat. I agree that there's a drought in California, but you, we should also be able to agree that California is very mismanaged. And the reason that we're having these problems, they have, um, there's a water flow from Northern California, even Oregon, that goes into, um, I into heard, California. Yes, I heard about that. And yeah. they dump it off into the ocean. And Trump had made the comment that you guys need to take advantage of this and use it so that you don't have the drought problems. It's an easy fix. They don't. I don't know why. Okay. But they also... Because they need the fires for the fucking federal money. Probably. They also, like, they purposely do not take care of their forest lands. And we see that in Washington and Oregon now, too. Um, Clear cutting. Making sure that the grounds are cleaned up. They don't... there's, There's... They think that that's a bad thing. Right. They actually look at it as a negative because they think, you know, with the green people that are like, don't cut more trees down. Don't harm this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. The point that it, what I'm trying to get is it's like fires are natural. Yeah. Uh, it's a part of the world. Like sometimes you have to have fires to clear stuff out and regrow new growth. That's <laughs> part of it. But when you have forest areas that are not being taken care of and you have dead leaves and dead uh, fallen trees and all kinds of shit. It's called detritus. Detritus, okay. When you have all kinds of stuff on the grounds and you're not, you have no service to help clean this area up and and make sure, that's why it's burning so fast. That's why it's such a fast moving thing. That's why it's able to hop over highways and cross bridges and, and, and destroy, destroy shit. Well, that and direct energy weapons too, dude. Yeah. There were, man, somebody put a picture on this, like, that showed a picture of a city in California. Yeah. And the city, all the all the, 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 the houses and the buildings were burnt to the ground. Okay? Yeah. All the trees around the city were standing. Mm. And the, the meme was, I thought forest fires were supposed to burn the forest. <laughs> right? Yeah. It, it is odd to me. Smokey the Bear's confused. Yeah, it's a little odd to me. There, there's some things I, I don't. I don't know how I believe in the weaponry and and them shooting laser beams, but, but the point is, is it seems so convenient. But you know what though, the I heard like a statistic about the amount of carbon yeah. that is released from these fucking massive forest fires every mm-hmm. year. Yeah, is. I don't know what it is off the top yeah. of my head to yeah. be honest, but it's like some godly amount of like. 40 to 50% of our total contribution (laughs) to the fucking carbon emissions. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, come on, dude. Listen, at the end of the day. They don't want to fix anything. No, but that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, if you take care of your forest and spend the money on it and not. Well, so. That's worth it is what I'm trying to say. That is keeping things better. And from from what I've listened to like uh, Joe Rogan and 
Jordan Peterson, they talk about burning away the dead wood and how yeah. that used to be a common practice. For sure. And that it was a, a lot more containable. Yep. You know what I mean? It was You could manage that small section, and it was a controlled fire. Yep. You knew exactly where your perimeters were. You could like put whatever sort of uh, anti-flame deterrent or yeah. whatever around the perimeter. Keep it controlled. But now it, it it's forbidden because of probably climate change or because of some sort of carbon. Well, it has to do with climate change and then the regulations that they oppose because of so and you know quote unquote climate change. But yeah, we've we've I've, I've you know watching back in the day like listening to Lars Larson and having people calling in that work yeah. for the forest industry. Uh, we have I mean we're in Longview, we have a ton of forest industry stuff here. I mean we've got two major mills, you know that ship all around the world. We have tons of, you know, warehouser and all that stuff. They have tons of land with trees. They clear cut and they, here's the thing. We plant more trees now than ever before. You know what I'm saying? Like we are continually planting trees and the green is, is more than ever. We have more trees than ever. We, you know, we have a good system of growing and cutting and growing. Yeah. And we I, I, we get, Greg, you look up on the hill here. How many times do you see clear cuts? It happens all the time. All the time. All the time. No. And you look at it and you're like, ooh, that doesn't look good. Like, that can't be good. But you forget about it. And then like a see year goes by and all of a sudden it's all new trees. Green little nubs. And there's a new clear cut over here. We can manage this. We can cut and we can plant, right? But we have to be able to like have some regulations on this shit. We have to be able to take care of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we had the gorge fire a couple of years ago. That thing spread like crazy because Oregon, not that long ago, decided that they were going to quit doing their forest services mm-hmm. because it, it cost too much money, and they they thought it was like damaging and hurting plants and hurting like nature. Yeah, we need to start looking into this because um, there's actually I know um, a couple of the mills around here mm-hmm. that have stopped burning. The forest areas yeah. that they maintain. Yep. And they use chemicals. And it's causing hoof rot in the deer population. Hoof rot? Hoof. Hoof rot. Like a like a is that, ger- is that ger- German? It makes me think of rot. It makes me think of a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. Which gives Hoover. me a little excited. Vacuums. Who's not excited about that? I don't know. But man. uh but yeah, I mean they're they're you know, you get hunters that will mm. find these deer that they've just killed. And they can't eat it. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, the chemical has rotted all the way up the leg. And you don't know if that has gone into their lymphatic system. It's tainted. It's tainted. Yeah, exactly. So you got to just fucking, what are you going to do with it? You know? Yeah. I don't know, man. That's something worth Uh, looking into. All the the point of it is, is we're smart freaking people. Okay. We've been doing this a long time. We've been doing forestry for a long time. You and me, Dave, we're fucking smart people. I'm not talking about just being. Oh, okay. American people are smart people. And and when you got, especially in our area, when you got people that have been doing this kind of stuff for a long time, okay, they know what to do. They know how to handle these situations. Like, let them do their fucking job, okay? Let them do what they got to do. You know, just trust them that they're not going to deplete our forest down to nothing, What's worse and what should be more heartbreaking to everybody, to the green tree huggers, is when you see thousands or millions of acres burning to the ground where that product is no longer usable. You can't build a house with it anymore. You can't sell it and use it for trade. You can't do dick with it. And all you got left over is a burn up field. You know what I'm saying? Where you, it's just, 
we have products, we have natural resources, we should be making money on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Instead of watching it burn to the ground. Like, why don't you just build a house and watch it burn? That should make you feel like crap, I would think, right? <laughs> but no, you're yeah. okay with the forest burning to the ground because what, you didn't want somebody in the forest cleaning up the grounds. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Come on, man. Like, like, look at this shit, dude. We're, we're looking at pictures of hoof rot in Idaho. Yeah, those look like cows, man. I think that's cows. Well, I'm just, you know, here, I'll, I'll fit. I get where you're going with this, though. Here's a deer. Hoof rot. Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Look at this one. That there's, was all like bones, man. There's, there's no fucking feet. Look at that. That's bones. Yeah. Sticking out of its fucking leg. Yeah. That is disgusting, dude. Anyway. Yeah, that that yeah, the answer is um it just causes it's not it's not helping. Massive def I mean deformation. Jeez, man, deer deformity. lost his back legs in an, oh, that's in a trap. That was for a trap. I mean, look at this fucking shit, dude. What the fuck is that? Deer diseases. This thing has like herpes all over its neck and it looks like the people down on Skid Row in Los oh, Angeles. <laughs> that's fucking that's, that's why people are moving away from you, Michelle. That's good meat right there. All right. Well, um, there, there's some other topics I want to get into before we end this podcast. So we got, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes. Um, okay. Did you have let, something else you want to talk about? Um, no, let's get I'm gonna on. Do a, a, I'm going to do a live. Let's get on Instagram. some live here. <clears throat> yeah. You know, um, I think the, uh, the 5th of November, there's going to be, who's coming? It's Dinesh D'Souza. God, I really wish I could go to that. I really. It's in Portland. It is. It's in Portland. Dinesh D'Souza is coming with Straka. Oh, yes, the walkaway guy. And he's the the guy that, yeah, started the walkaway movement and is coming to Portland, Oregon. Um, I would love to go. On Tuesday. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to go. But I would love to go. The reason I got to work, it's on a weekday. I got kids and stuff. You know, we both talked about this, but I'm very curious to see what kind of uh, Antifa uh, presence is going to be there. Or if any. Like maybe they just. Dude, there's, the, the, I have on. to believe that Rose City Antifa is, is all over this, dude. Instagram here. Yeah, I'm going to. Here we go. going to. But um, yeah, I I'm looking forward to that. Um, as we all know, November 9th is my day of reckoning. That I just it's the day of dread. So I want to get over that hump. Yeah. I want to make sure the president is safe. I want to make sure that everybody's safe and dandy. And 11 or nine comes 11 nine goes yeah see you later see you later but dude i've been hearing a lot of stuff about uh how trump is in danger lately really yeah i've been watching a lot of stuff on youtube a lot of stuff on just random kind of websites that are talking about how there's a a line like a, a linear kind of correlation between jfk and trump yeah because this is his third term of his first year, and he was killed in November, like what, 22nd? I don't remember the date. Be honest and with you. so, I mean, he was killed in November. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Everybody is doing the That's pushing weird, it. That's pushing it a little bit for me. Weird conspiracy realm. Yeah. So, I don't know. But there's a lot of people that are like, there's a weird vibe going on. Everybody knows it. Everybody can feel it. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I don't know what's going on here? That could just be because of tensions. You know, there's, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it could be because there's like, we got impeachment talks. We have charges possibly coming or not coming. Who, who knows if it's going to happen. Yeah. 
there's a lot of stuff that makes you feel like he's in danger. And I don't know that he is. He's got a, I mean, listen, every president has secret service and they got people watching. And I'm sure they're more up to date with stuff that's going on than anybody like, well, so of us are. You remember know? how I was talking about the Mary admin? Uh, it was the Marine called the order. So like he had your reserves. Yeah. Um, I guess they, it was flipped to active recently. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going on. And then like there's videos. I know some Instagram, uh, some of our fans, one of our fans sent us a, a video about the UN took over a place in like Utah. Yeah. Right. And this reporter went up and she was like recording and the worker came over and was like, Hey, you got to put away your camera. She's like, what? This is a free, free area. She's like, no, this is taken over by the UN. The United Nations came over and we took over this facility. Where is this at? Uh, I think it was in Utah, dude. Oh, but, Jesus. Um, I was just listening. <laughs> this was weird. I was listening to Alex Jones just out of curi- curiosity. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he had a listener who was in Washington, D.C. who also had the UN come in and they were, he was seeing like all these UN trucks and stuff. And it was That's very, weird, man. It's very strange. So there's a lot of activity going on that is. It makes you wonder. Disconcerting. It makes you wonder if like what what's the. Uh, I, that's what we were talking about early on the podcast. Like there's supposedly a lot of in, indictments coming, right? One yeah. of our uh, followers right here, listeners. What do we got? Chaos causes cash. He put indictments are coming. I hope so. I hope so. Um, they need we've to. been waiting a long time. They need to do something now. And if you know, I know I just went on live here, but we've been doing the podcast for 54 minutes and we talk about it. Like earlier, we talked about that. We we're, we all want it to happen. We just hope that it's, we hope that it's because it's a bigger than, you know, the when we think that, yeah. that that's why it's taken so long because there's more pieces than they ever thought. Well, they got to do it right. They got to do, they got to make sure what they throw out sticks. I mean, they could go after these petty little fucking yeah. superficial crimes. Yeah. But they got to find the deep scars. Well, dude. and there's going to be people turning and people talking. And, and, and you yes. know, Peter Strzok is a small piece in the big puzzle. Yep. I mean, obviously, Hillary Clinton would be the one we all want to see. Or, oh. or even Obama. Obama. <laughs> yeah, oh, Obama, right? dude. Uh I, oh hey, we got yeah. Uh, how do you say that? I don't. I don't even. Van Diesel. Van Diesel. Van Diesel. Uh, Moody's analysts got Trump to win twenty twenty. They picked him all since nineteen eighty. Except they were wrong when uh, Trump won his two thousand sixteen. That's the only time that they were wrong yeah. on predicting the. They corrected it and they basically said that. Yeah. Uh, in all in all scenarios, Trump's winning by a lot, and I agree with that. Dude, I, I, I from think, my point, of I think view. everyone has to agree with that at this point. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. just show me something. Well, that just, says otherwise. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. Show me a candidate who I go, look, me and you talk off off of this yeah. all the time. We have never sat down like me and you just being like, man, I'm kind of concerned about this person. Yeah, Biden. He's really gotten me shivering in my boots. Yeah, dude. He's talking to the screen. We just talked about how, uh, yeah, he was, what, in Iowa? And he was facing a screen the whole time. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Uh, chaos causes cash. He put another thing. Durham, B2 bomber is going full auto. He has been traveling the globe getting info. Brennan and Clapper are last. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Brennan is a big piece of this thing. I, I, Dude, I think Brennan is the mastermind of it. 
Um, there's a lot of evidence that Brennan has, was like with Italy. I think there's a couple other countries that were also trying to go against our election. And from what they say, Brennan is the one who got them all going on it. So yeah, yeah, I, I, that's a big piece. And ultimately I don't think Obama is going to get arrested. I don't, I wish he would, but I don't don't think think he's going to, but I don't think that's going to happen. If you get Brennan and Clapper and Hillary aides and all these people go to jail, then you can kind of take it for what it is that Obama is probably guilty. As Did well. you just say Hillary has AIDS? Oh yeah, she's got okay, the HIV. That's, that's what I, the HIV. She got it from her husband who was fucking around a lot. That's, oh. what, <laughs> that's what's going on. So Bill is a hoe. Bill. Bill Clinton is a freaking hoe. He. Well, there's people that actually are saying that that they should go reinvestigate because they have qualified people or credible people saying that he actually committed rape. So they should reopen that. I don't know. That's a little late. Let's just be real. Yeah. Well, it wasn't too late for Kavanaugh, was it? I no. Mean, look at that guy. But here's my point. I want to see all these people. I want to see them all arrested. Yeah. But dude, they're, they're I, but they're like clearing. Hillary lives with Bill lives with Hillary. That should be prison enough. They're, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know, man. I, I just, uh, dude, that would be so hilarious if that was their punishment. Yeah. They have to like, they join each other in a, in a jail cell. They're like, you guys have to stay next to each other for the rest of your life now. That's your punishment. And Bill's like, oh, damn it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine living with her on the daily? No way. But I want to talk about, before we go, I mean, we're going to have to end this soon, but I want to bring this up. Um, There's a lot of stuff, and maybe the couple people that are watching here, you can kind of put in your thoughts on this. Yep. I'm trying to learn about this, and I'm trying to to read more, and I, I don't know what everything yet, but I notice a lot of people talking about Nick Fuentes. I think that's how you say it. And there's kind of this, uh, he runs the, I believe it's called American first. Um, and there's a lot of people like he's got his followers and they're going to like Charlie Kirk events and they're bringing all these like trolls, if you will, asking him questions. And initially I saw just the questions that he was, that he was asking. And uh, like these people were asking Charlie Kirk and I kind of struck my, uh, you know, my little, tinglers in my brain and I was thinking like oh these are some decent kind of questions but then I kind of dug into it more and I'm not really feeling this Nick Fuentes guy there's something about him have you looked at him much Greg have you looked into him much? no you were saying that he's kind of all yeah, right though yeah, I, I mean, mean okay so tell me if I'm wrong uh, and, and if you hear this podcast later when we actually put it out tomorrow and you want to comment on our Instagram and tell me I'm wrong that's fine but what it seems like he's saying is that not everybody can be conservative. And he's primarily talking about like, we need to go back to like conservatives were, you know, Christian. Uh, we have certain morals, um, whether that be through like the LGBTQ community, like we shouldn't be accepting that that is a thing and we shouldn't be taking on people that are, you know, gay and lesbian just because they're, they're claiming that they're conservatives. I have a hard time with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not gay. I don't have any issue if you want to be gay. That's my stance. I yeah. don't really care. I What I don't want is that I don't want that pushed on me or pushed. Like, I don't want the agenda to be pushed. Is it ever really, though? I mean. Well, no. No, but there can be certain laws. Like, we, we've, we've talked in the past about, like, genders and, like, you know, you can go to jail for calling somebody the wrong oh, gender. Yes. That's Dude. what I don't want to see. Yeah. I don't want to see where 
you can start incriminating people for not get like a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine in New York or something. Yeah, it's 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 absurd. Yeah, but what I what I I'm curious about is like there's a lot of people here. I'll let you get there. Yep. There's a lot of people that are like kind of siding with him, and he's got I don't know what he calls them, but they're kind of going after grifters, and he's claiming that uh, Charlie Kirk is a grifter, and I'm not saying he is or isn't. But I can't remember the guy's name, but he Charlie Kirk was on stage with this black guy who What's was a grifter. A grifter is a person, I, from my understanding, is a person who like uses a thing to make money. So he, like Charlie Kirk's taking advantage of the conservative movement because it's making him money. But he's not a true conservative. Ah. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Um, They were attacking this guy. I don't even know who it is, but he was black. He was gay and he was a he was a military veteran. And they were kind of, he was saying like, one of the questions was just, it is what it is. But the question was like, how does anal sex help us help the culture war for conservatives? That's a loaded question. That's a weird question. Yeah. But like, what I think they're trying to, trying to say to Charlie Kirk and them was, why are you condoning gay and lesbian and, and so when we're conservatives, quote unquote, that shouldn't be part of our movement. I look yeah, at it like that, this. Yeah, that's gotta. Yeah. I look at it like. We need to be the Republicans for so long, man. Had the reason that they've had issues was because we were kind of run by the church motto morals. Well, to fit into the topic, Republicans were really anal. Yes, back in the day. I that's mean, that's where I'm going with it, right? We had our morals, and we yeah. had we had a lot of like Bible was a big part of the conservative movement. Yeah, and the problem that conservatives and Republicans primarily had was is that we weren't open. For a long time, way before us, but yeah. um, our time, but we weren't very open. We we were we were the closed off party that didn't allow people to come in. Yeah, and I think the best thing that's happened to this party, and you can disagree with me all you want, but the best thing that's happened with this party is is we've been opening up and being more open to different things that we may not agree with even. But yeah, if you got a guy who is gay and he's a Trump supporter. And this guy loves, I'm just random person or gal, whatever. Yeah. They love freedom. They love their rights. The second amendment. They love free speech. Mm -hmm. They want closed borders. Yeah. How is that not a conservative? I would say that, um, or you can just name it something different. Well, it's, it's libertarian. I'd say a lot of more libertarian or like the libertarian movement. Okay. Yeah. So kind of got people more into the Republican party a little bit. Okay, I, I, what I'm saying is, is maybe that is not conservative, but why can't they be part of the Republican Party? Like, if you want to say, like, we can't call them true conservatives, fine. Yeah. We can make another name for it then, because we got libertarians, you that, got conservatives, dude, that, that, you got all Honestly, right, you got, you know. That's what we need to do. We need to get rid of the party systems. I mean, it's, it's the it's labeling. It's the, the fucking lab- labeling. It's Well, that's what it is. Like, what? why can't somebody, Greg, why can't somebody just have... 80% of the equal beliefs as somebody else. I believe in closed borders. I believe in legal immigration. I believe in the Second Amendment and free speech. Say I, I'm that person. I'm confused. Eight, why? I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. But my yeah. point is, is if, yep. if somebody agrees with all those things with you, they, they side more with you, then why are you trying to kick them out? Why? They, listen, here's the thing about Fuentes. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of people on on Instagram talking. Like, there's been quite a few people. Floresa Maniego said uh, he thinks that he's trolling Kirk. He is. He is. Yeah. So here's what I, here's my thing. There's been people, and I don't know everything. I'm just kind of giving my two cents here. There's been people that are siding with him, saying like, "Yeah, they shouldn't be conservatives. This is not what our party's about." Blah. Mm, yep. 
Here's my thing. I watched some of his videos and he was doing like a live stream with Charlie Kirk's thing. And every time one of his quote unquote supporters came up to ask one of these dumb questions, uh, he was like, yes, yes, that's my guy. That's my guy. And so he would ask these questions. This guy, Nick Fuentes, was sitting there saying, yeah, like get rid of the faggots. Excuse my language. Get rid of the faggots. We need them out of here. What kind of talk is that? Yeah. Like that is not. Listen, I don't care who you are. You that that is not the Republican Party, okay? We yeah. need to get away from that shit. That and, and this guy is a fucking nutcase, in my opinion. I don't want anything to do with him, and I wouldn't like a, want a bigot. Yes, yeah, an old school. I, to me, it's like the old school Republican. That guy, nineteen fifties Republican, who's like, I don't like gays. I don't like this. I don't like that. Like, yeah. Well, that uh, dude. Uh, so I'm looking at this website here and. It looks like the Nick Fuentes guy, and I mean, honestly, this is coming from the Daily Co's or mm. DailyKO's.com, yeah, so who the hell knows, but it sounds like this guy is a, a piece of art. <clears throat> I don't know if he's like into white nationalists and all this stuff, the alt-right and all that crap. What's so, his name? Gorka? Oh, yeah. Sebastian, Sebastian Gorka. Gorka. Like, he came out and was saying, like, we should never listen to anything that this kind of... This is... Basically, I don't... I'm misquoting it, but he was saying... Free speech, this is the kind of reason that free speech sucks is because we have people like Fuentes talking and you listening. I don't agree with that. Like just, free just speech is for everybody. Off, yeah, yeah, just turn, turn them off. off. Don't but listen. I'm curious. If, he, if there's somebody out there that supports Fuentes, I'm curious of why. Because I consider myself a conservative Republican. You're more libertarian, I think. Yeah. And I have no issues if you're gay. I have no issues if you're gay and you support the same causes. I want you in the fight with me. Yep. I, I don't have any issues with that. I'm or, not or if you're black or if you're Mexican Hispanic, or if yeah. you're a woman. Like we don't care. If you agree with the values that I agree with, exactly. then I will embrace you in my in my party. That's a weird way of saying Even it. Even if you don't agree. I I embrace everybody. Yeah. But what I'm saying is is like I don't want to kick somebody out of my party that's going to help advance what we all want. Where are you going to send them? Where are they going to go? Are they going to like, well, fuck you guys then. I'm going to go be a moderate or a left and see if they embrace me. But the problem is, is well, the left the left is getting harder and harder to join the left. That's what he was talking about. We need to quit this yeah. event. The left is becoming harder to get into. They're turning into what the Republicans were in the 1950s. Yeah. Because now in order to be in the left, you got to be a hard, hard left. Well, and right. That, you have yeah. to be almost socialist to be That's a part of the real party. So now remember I talked last podcast about the moderates are starting to go more towards the right. Yeah. That's the reason. It's because we're actually becoming more open to having different people, and we need to be that way. Yeah, we're becoming the reasonable. Uh, Watch Trump's rallies. We've talked about this. Yep. You got Mexicans, blacks, children, adults, old people. Uh, I mean, gays. I, everything are at his rally. Every single nationality, every single age group, every, women, men, all of it, right? Yep. That's, that is America. Exactly. That's America. And that's what I think that these far left groups are trying to destroy. They don't they want to keep everybody divided into their own uh sections of victimhood. Remember? Yep. We were talking about the hierarchical victimhood, yep. which I think is sectionality, right? And yep. so you keep everybody divided. Yeah. You won't have anything to fight against. I mean, you'll yep. have everybody will be fighting their their own, you know what I mean? Yep. And so I, I just don't see that being a sustainable model at all for no. any form of nation or any just city in yeah. general. But 
maybe we're wrong. Maybe no. that's not what he's saying. I'm, I'm saying maybe that's not what Fuentes is going with. But I can tell you the language that he was saying. Yeah. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that. I wouldn't. I, I, no, I, I yeah. wouldn't say that. But I'm saying I wouldn't feel comfortable being associated with somebody that's talking the way he's talking. That's just my opinion. Yeah. No, it's uh, it, that's it's bigotry, you know. So. So uh, I'm just gonna let you guys know we're finishing up this podcast right now. We're 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 recording this podcast right now. So tomorrow this podcast will be out. Yep. So anybody, I'm, I'm talking specifically to our Instagram that we're doing right now. Exactly. So if you're listening on the actual podcast, it's kind of weird, I'm sure. Just deal with it. But uh, it'll be out tomorrow, so check it out, guys. We appreciate it. Yep, share it. So anyways, yeah, it's, um, I just, I want to look into this more because I, to end this podcast. The Nick Fuentes thing? Yeah. There, I don't want to see this divide. We are strong right now. We are together in a lot of ways, and I feel like this guy is trolling us, and I don't like it. So I think everything that's happening right now up until Election Day is happening for a reason, mm -hmm. and I think that you're right. I think that it is a purposeful troll mm -hmm. that is uh, getting steam and getting fame. It's getting publicized because they want the appearance of white pride is the Republican Party mm -hmm. and white nationalism is, you know, who are Trump supporters and that's all they have, dude. Yep. They're gonna have this big freaking movement of, oh, look at this small, fucking non, yeah, like non-existent group. I mean, yeah. this is what zero point zero 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 one percent of our population. This guy has like fifty thousand subscribers. You know, it's not. Listen, my point is, is in the big scheme of things, yeah, not very much. No, and but I mean, but he's get enough people that he's going to these events and he's destroying these events because the question and answers where you really want to get info, he's lining up seven or eight people that are supporting him in a row. I would and look it's at turning the the whole thing into a fucking shit show. I would follow the money. Yeah, smells like Soros to me. Well, something we should look at. Yeah, but I just want to sure. say that uh, to end this, me and Greg. I, I'm speaking for you a little bit. I'd yeah. like you to speak on a bit. Um, with this podcast, we're nothing right now. We're still growing. Okay, we're not some mainstream thing. but And showing sometimes. And showing. And showing. Um, we don't condone this shit, okay? Like, I want to make that very clear to end this. Like, yeah. uh, we, don't ha we don't have any hatred bone in our body. We talk a lot of shit about the left, and I think we're justified in so, because being a conservative or a libertarian, mm. we hear it. We, we get on Instagram, we see these people talking shit to us, and we've had many, many people say that we're basically trash because we support Trump. So, yeah, we're justified, I feel like, a little bit to talk shit about the uh, the left. We don't single anybody out. Yeah. But uh, I just want to say that we don't, I, I don't condone this shit that he's doing. No. Yeah. I don't condone somebody calling somebody a faggot. Mm -hmm. I don't condone saying that you need to get the fuck out of this country. I don't, I don't condone that. And in the same way with illegal immigration, like, if you do it the right way, I want you here. A hundred percent. We need that. That's part of our culture. That's part of what makes America great, right? Yeah. Come in, come in legally. Do what you got to do to survive. Work hard. I'm, I'll back you a thousand percent. Yeah. And then if, if I have to pay taxes, so do you. That's yes. the way I look at it. Yes. And, and, but I don't condone illegal immigration. Yeah. And I don't condone somebody calling somebody a faggot because they are gay. Yeah. Or an N word or no, just I, I look at it like if you're gay, even if you don't, even if you're a Democrat, you have every right that I have, and you can say whatever you want, just like I can say whatever I want. But I don't, I don't condone that. I want you in my party. I want you in the party that we all love. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I want you to support Trump. 
Yep. So I just, yeah, I just want to go on the record saying I, I don't condone this guy. I wasn't trying to say faggot as a demeaning thing. This is what he's saying. I don't agree with that word. I would never call a gay person a faggot. I think that's horrible. And yeah. so anybody that's following him, maybe you can shoot us a DM and tell me why you agree with this. Yeah. I mean, if anybody else knows more about this guy, I mean, yeah, I want to learn us the headache. Of I want to learn. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to learn. There's got to be a reason. So yeah. let me know. But honestly, that's what I think it is. I think it's meant to, it's all imagery. Yeah. It's meant for the election. Very well could be. This guy is It'll a go away a after 2020. We'll see. All right, Greg, man. Good conversation. All right, sir. Uh, let's keep keep our fingers crossed for some indictments. I doubt it'll happen. Yep. And uh, the good news is Seattle did not blow up. So Seattle is, is here. And the Space Needle, I think, is still sturdy as hell. I think so. So, all right. Stay Cheers safe. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. On to the next podcast next Monday. But you know, this will be out tomorrow. All right. See you guys next week. It's just awfully good that Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Pardon. My American. American.